0: And we're back with more. Down, breakdown. I'm your host at Yesman Outfitter, straight off the island that emo built. Live from the Hive, the Queen City Crusher. Hawaiian Ryan at Mikey CLT. Michael, what is good? We're in the end game now, buddy.
1: And everyone keeps
0: asking if I've seen
1: it, and nope, have not seen it.
0: I was just trying to make a clever play on the situation because uh, hockey is over for us. Oh, I thought
1: you were talking about Avengers movies or whatever. I've actually never seen any of the Avenger movies.
0: I, you are one of those stupid people that, like, or I wouldn't say stupid because you're not stupid. You're a brilliant mind. But you're, like, clueless to pop culture references where you may have seen like a couple of them and had not a clue. I've known I know I know a lot of people that have not a clue they've seen a couple of those movies.
1: I guess like I I've seen the original Iron Man movie.
0: Yeah, that's that's an Avengers movie.
1: But like I thought there were actual like Avengers movies where it was like all of the superheroes in the same movie.
0: Yeah, but all of those all of those superhero movies like the plots are intertwined. Oh. So, like, there's stuff that, you know, like, there's stuff that happens in the Iron Man movie that matters in the Captain America movie.
1: So you have to see all those other movies to understand the Avengers movies then?
0: Uh, you could do what I do, which is what I've been doing. Like, I fake it till I make it, which is what I've been doing my entire life. So I haven't seen all of them. Like, I haven't seen all the Thors. Um, I think I may have seen... I haven't seen the Hulks, though. There really wasn't any hulks technically i guess but yeah i mean i've seen a couple of them but i'm able to piece together plus i really just i don't need to see certain things i can just read about it online some people are going to murder me when they hear that but <laughs> nonetheless yeah i mean i don't know it's you don't i gotta sneeze <laughs> all right note to self uh we need a sneeze button on our so <laughs> does
1: that exist is that a thing?
0: allergies are a mother okay this is we are recording through allergy see oh my god banana yeah see it went away that worked Outstanding, <laughs> dude i had
1: a kid in my class oh my god he's so funny he he must have like read on like online somewhere that like if you rub a banana peel on a mosquito bite right like, like it, it makes it stop itching right and like he had no mosquito bites but like, kept a banana peel in his pocket, and I saw it like out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, "Dude, why do you got a banana peel in your pocket?" And he's like, "Yeah, just in case I got a mosquito bite at recess." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, I love that. That kid's prepared. It's all oh. hell. He's and ready like, to go. Can't even there's be mad. no
1: mosquitoes out by. <laughs> That's so there funny. No,
0: there are no mosquitoes by you guys. Not,
1: not like where our recess field is. Like our recess field, just like a wide open field, and like, but well, what? There's definitely no mosquitoes. Like, I've never gotten bitten at at recess. I've never
0: been in a situation where I haven't had to worry about the insect population. Mosquitoes, primarily.
1: But I just thought it was so funny that, like, he kept his banana peel from lunch, kept it in his pocket.
0: It's smart. Also, if you're attacked from the rear and you're trying to get away, (laughs) you just throw that mother (laughs) right behind you. Diddy Kong racing style? Yeah, what are you kidding me? This kid's genius. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm actually I'm worried. I'm worried. Keep an eye on him. <laughs> He's crafty.
1: Oh, dude, he is. He, he is.
0: It feels like it. All right. So <laughs> I feel like the openers and closers just get more and more random, which is better. It's it's better for the listener. If we're being if we're being honest with ourselves. But uh so obviously I got to see you and your and and your uh your better half. Last weekend, and we'll hit that in the closer after our interview with our boy, Mr. Tinsley from uh, uh, Conditions. But, uh, you know, I the, the the one the one good thing that comes out of the offseason is I have a semblance of a social life again, my friend. Yeah, and, you do. Yeah. And, 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 and
1: I had to find out about it by like scrolling on Instagram story last night and it was
0: I was almost in tears. That's Almost not, in tears. Hold on, one. You were very aware of me going to that show. Well,
1: yes, I I knew you were going to the show, but like to to see the you and what you were doing at the show on Instagram story, tears, <laughs> absolute
0: <laughs> tears. I'm not. I get real worried about how people. <laughs> I, I I don't know if you guys. Are making fun of me or if you're I don't I don't know no no, dude it was
1: just so because first of all like (laughs) on your Instagram story you shared someone else's video of you so somebody found me (laughs) someone found
0: you is the best part I figured out that if you know me I'm not that hard to find like somebody's more than one person who saw that video text me and goes you are in a crowd of people and my eye instantly found you.
1: <laughs> Same here, <laughs> dude. That's that it that's perfect. That was a perfect example right there.
0: Yeah. Um, so for those of you who don't follow on Instagram, follow along at yet. oh yesmen underscore or yes underscore outman. No, what? Outman? I don't fucking know. Just type in yesman first to the search bar. You know what the logo looks like. But uh yeah. So uh I went to uh finally got to see movements um yesterday at Irving Plaza um in Manhattan and it was probably the best show front to back. Um opener to closer that I've seen. I have I have like really bad CTE, so I may have I can't remember if there's anyone, but that might have been Where it was like and I didn't know a lot, like I didn't know any of their full discographies for anybody that played. And I'm not a big like listen to a song that I don't know and live and love it. You know what I mean? So everything they played, I was like, I need to like find the set list for for this show and just basically make it into a playlist on Spotify because it just killed, man. I mean uh, drug church opened and they were awesome. And it was funny to me cause drug church is a name for a band where it's like they, they started as drug church and then they moved on and changed the name of the band when they got signed. You know what I mean? Like it was a, that's a silly name. Um, but they killed it. And then, uh, uh, trash boat, uh, came up next, which was surprising to me. I thought they would go on. Third, but Trash Boat came on next, and that was cool because they played one of uh, my favorite songs, uh, Strangers, which normally features Dan Campbell, The Wonder Years. He wasn't there, but uh,
1: did someone else also... do the guest vocals for that part?
0: I did the guest vocals, for, uh... <laughs> that was me. Um, yeah, I tweeted it. Uh, that's it, such a good fucking. Such a good hook, but more more importantly, such a good uh, bridge on that song. I tweeted it. I've tweeted it probably four or five times now. Okay, I use the Bardown Twitter account as like my personal away message. So I'm, I'm like, if I would put I this up when I was yeah, if I put this up when I was 14, it's going up on on Bardown Twitter. But uh, yeah, and then uh, Boston Manor, which is awesome. Dude, ba- wait, Boston wait, Manor. wait,
1: wait. Yeah, what was your aim screen name? Nope. I love asking people this.
0: Nope, we're not doing this. So Boston man. No,
1: I need to hear it, dude.
0: No. No, I don't think it I don't think you do.
1: It it's gotta be something ridiculous then. Oh,
0: uh, it's it's not great. It's <laughs> <laughs> not great, bud. I, I
1: I had a whole conversation with like all these teachers in the faculty lounge once and it was just so fun. I was in tears hearing people's screen names. Just give me yours first, please. <laughs> So mine is shorty by nature, but like S-H-R-T-Y.
0: That. S- I like it. It's silly. And you're a small man.
1: Exactly. Shorty by nature.
0: Short in stature, but large in heart. Oh, thanks, brother. Right. So Boston Manor, uh, they killed. You're not going to stop me? So...
1: No, you can keep going. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll get, get your it. screen name eventually.
0: No, 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 I thought I was going to get away with it. I'll just rip the Band-Aid off now. It was Lights Out 65, but the word Lights was spelled L-I-T-E-S.
1: L-I... Oh, so like Bud Lights? Uh... And Miller Lights? Yeah.
0: But also... I I, like...
1: I I would picture you as like a 69 guy in your screen name. Like, having number 69 at the end.
0: No, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I was pretty prude. I mean, I googled boobs and stuff. I was like, I was cool. <laughs> but like other than that I was like not trying to upset the bounce when you're a heftier gentleman like myself you kind of have to rely on your uh on your personality so you can't be too can't be too disgusting with the ladies when you're younger you know what i mean you try no, to get it you try to you try to get that make out sesh in the enclosed uh park uh slide you can't be talking about hjs in the in the myspace prof or they're just gonna think you're disgusting normally normally the the larger gentlemen get uh friend zoned anyway so it really didn't matter i probably could have been a little more exotic with my online uh paraphernalia i don't even know what we're talking about anymore i'm gonna go back to the, to the concert <laughs> so yeah uh Boston Matter killed. Dude, Boston Matter's tough.
1: Yeah, I got to listen to them more. You know, Damn. now that I got Spotify Premium, I can just pop them
0: on whenever I want. I have never been prouder. Like, I honestly was crying when you sent me that text.
1: It is kind of a life changer. Like, I've only I, had it maybe a week now, and I feel like I, I'm a better person.
0: I feel like people don't understand Spotify like if, until you buy it and then you're like, oh fuck. Like you spend like 5 minutes on that bitch after you purchase it and you're like, holy shit, this is what I was missing out on? Like they yeah, have
1: like it really is.
0: Yeah, like they have like the 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 playlist that they make, like the discovery playlist, the playlist that are then they have like just songs that you listen to like every single day that they just kind of put together for you, which is awesome. But um yeah, yeah. So, um, back to yeah, you gotta check out Boston Manor. They had a tough, tough set too, bro. Like they had this awesome like logo, um, of uh, it was just a giant ski mask. Cause they had one song. They had one song about a bank robbery. This is a stick up or whatever. So it's just it was a giant ski mask. That was it. And I was like, that's fucking dope. But all their shirts, like, they had one shirt with three ski masks on it, but it, it was really, really small. And I was like, hmm. nah, dude, I need it to be featured because that was too tough for it to be so tiny on my chest. And so I didn't purchase that T-shirt. So, Boston Matter, if you're out there, you lost out on that $25 if you just give me a little oomph in the merch. But, yeah, dude, it was tough.
1: Talk about inflation. I remember going to, sh- to
0: to shows and, like, you were getting <laughs> shirts for 15 bucks. Oh buddy 15 i see I, it was used to be 10 it used to be 10 for like like a two color and then 15 for like oh this is like super soft or whatever dude these kids are like hey they're i mean i mean i'm doing it too so I, i'm not but like the the attention to detail on the on the fabric and t-shirts and stuff like that too is second to none and also a lot of what have a lot of it has to do with the uh, i mean if you care to. <laughs> the, this is the apparel industry with at Yesman Outfitter. Uh the reason for all this stuff is because all of these um independent like um vendors that just churn out the blank t shirts are all consolidating. So all these all these people that offer these different vendors of shirts and stuff are all being bought under big vendors. So you can get like fourteen or fifteen different brands of t shirts. So you have a bunch of different styles um and that's why things are getting a little bit more expensive but a little more fun and a lot cooler i don't know i respect it respect the game you know i respect the merch game
1: no of course but like you, you know the typical 16 year old kid like you know they go to the merch table dropping yeah. 25
0: bucks like that's the big deal yeah buddy no it's inflation it's inflation uh for sure but at the same time like dude everybody's just walking around with a card nowadays Mommy, no, Dad. That's awesome. Art, that they count yeah. stuff like that. So you know, it's, cool. it's No, it's no big deal. Swipe the plastic. Keep moving. But um, what was I gonna say? And then movements. <laughs> movements. <laughs> so- We're on to movements, dude. Uh, they killed
1: it. That was no, they're of- they're so, like one of the tightest bands I've ever seen live. Oh, like they man. sound
0: just as good as they do on all their recordings. Like they're so good live. Oh yeah, and you had said that earlier, and and I'm. Not really like super in tune with how, but I feel like because you said it, I kind of looked for it and you were a thousand percent on with it. I mean, they, they, they murdered it and it was almost like, <laughs> it's funny cause you kind of like look at, I look at music now through a lens of like everything that we've talked about and, and, and how it relates to, to what we talk about. And it was almost a situation where I felt like I was in the Coliseum. Um, because, you know, bands one through three, excuse me, bands one through three, um, I, I, I don't want to say, yeah, I get, I, I, yeah, bands one through three, like the place was the perfect size and it was Loud. I mean, every, everybody knew a lot of ev- all the entire opening, opening act songs from Drug Church to Boston Manor and in between, like, it was fucking loud. So I knew when movements came on, this shit was about to get real. And it did, bro. That place, it was like perfectly over, perfectly small, if you get what I'm saying. Where was Irving, it? Irving Plaza, was that?
1: Yeah. And you
0: consider that small? Yeah, I mean, c- comparing it to uh, PlayStation Theater, which used to be Best Buy Theater, which used to be something else. I don't know. Nextel Theater, I think it was for you. I don't know. The one in Times Square?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah,
0: I'd I go on a run of what it used to be called. I, I should be applauded for that. But, yeah, I mean, that's bigger than Irving Plaza. Yeah, but but it's I, not... I
1: still think Irving Plaza is like
0: probably at least a 1000 oh it's for sure a thousand that's not that's not what i'm saying i'm saying it was it was a perfectly undersized for conditions up conditions excuse me perfectly undersized for movements and perfectly sized for the bands that opened for them so they had a thousand they probably could have put put another 500 in there if they wanted to Um, but that's what made it so cool was it was so loud and he was so taken aback because like who, when you saw them, who was opening for them? No, they were the opener. I'm sorry. They were the opener. Who, who, who were they opening for is what I meant to ask.
1: So the first time I ever saw them
0: was like cold Turkey.
1: No, no, no. Over the winter. Over the winter. Oh, so that was the, the story so far tour.
0: Yeah, that's right. So story so far was, was the the
1: headliner. Yeah.
0: Right so they came through the city in uh in the winter already. So there's a lot of people that had been there that had saw them then. So they said they knew they were coming back around again soon as the headliner. So it was uh so amazing to see like the singer. You could tell he was just like fuck like we did this one on our own. You know what I mean? He was like there are a few times where he was talking He he's like, I, he literally said out loud, he's like, I lost my train of thought. This is fucking awesome. Let's just play the song. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's cool to be a part of that. Cause like, like I said to, uh, to Gambarian earlier on, like how many times does it get old saying like, this is the best, this is the rowdiest show on the, you know, on tour. But like, you could tell, you know, like I've, like I've said it, it's gotta be crazy that like, make it in the city. You know what I mean? Like to have a big show in the, one of the biggest cities in the world. And he was like soaking it all in. So that was like amazing to be a part of.
1: Dude. And he's a cat. They're a California band. So they're literally across the country.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's coast to coast. And that's like kind of like the phenomenon that I have with yes men. Um, and something that you've gotten to taste now with, with the, is when you build something or create something or come up with something. Right. I mean, um, you know, you can say that art is, you know, an expression of yourself, but you also want it to be received in a certain way too. And when somebody from the other side of the fucking country is balling out for you and supporting you like that, it's probably one of the most heartwarming feelings in the world. You know, when I sell a t-shirt to somebody in, um, Vancouver, it's like, whoa, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, that's crazier you know when people were reaching out to you to you from socal and stuff like that you i know you for a fact were like this is this is doing or Paris,
1: france
0: yeah paris france is kind of crazy uh that that one blew me away and the fact that they had a crew there is crazy too we'll get to those guys maybe we'll have those guys on one time they seemed cool but uh, yeah. One guy so, was wearing
1: straight up legit shoulder pads, so you don't know that guy's badass.
0: Uh, he's, I mean, that's that's hockey guy one on one. I I would expect all of our fans to be watching every game in the shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll all bring it full circle. So I started with this. I'll end with this. There is a video of me in a mosh pit, and it's fucking beautiful. So go find it.
1: And how do I save it? Like, cause it's gonna like go I'll away any minute. Do you? So shout out, shout out to Travis Riley for for capturing that because that was just so
0: beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, it was funny because I I got it. It was pretty good, like Wi-Fi in there. So I mean, he shot it, and then I checked it out, and I'm like, oh fuck! And I looked up, <laughs> like I couldn't see him, in, like the angle, I was, at. I was like, I gotta find this fucking guy. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was funny. He was laughing too because there's always like, um we talked about it with Joe cutie. Like there's like, there's always the same shit happens in every single mosh pit where it's like, you know, whatever you always see this character You always see that character. There's always one fucking guy that chooses to like be all happy and like fucking like run into me and try and like cause chaos, but like still try and act like my friend, which is fine. I'm cool with it. Um, but, like, don't try to catch me when I'm not looking. That pissed me off. So um, this one guy was, like, jumping around with me, which is fine. And then I saw him walk, like, a little bit behind me and then try to run into me. And he bounced off of me. And then I, caught, I turned around and I was like, nah, you know what? Fuck this guy. So I literally just lifted him and threw him probably to the other side of the room. Was there the ninja? What's up? When Joe
1: Acutie said that there is always like the ninja guy in the mosh pit. That's yeah. like a scrawny, skinny yeah, guy scrawny that just
0: fuck, jumping around, just throwing down like the hardest. You know, the other thing too was it was a good pit where it was uh, there was not. It wasn't like hardcore. It was, re- it was one of those pushy pits. Yeah. Even like even like Drug Church, like when they were like, "Oh, like open it up or whatever." He was like, he was like. I want you to push everyone around. Nobody's throwing Iversons. Because, like, elbows. You know what I mean? Like, oh. nobody's throwing anything around. Like, I want you guys to push each other around. And I was like, well, that's new. Normally, it's like, I want you to throw down as hard as you possibly can. So, that was that was a bit different. But I liked it. It was cool.
1: And venues have been cracking down, man. Like, I, I was at uh, that... Um, Uh, free throw show and seaway and like it wasn't even even a quarter full and one of the guys like got on his friend's back to like sing a lyric and almost got kicked out of the show for it
0: i mean yeah security dragged them
1: out dragged them outside and then he he must have like smooth talked his way back in but like he wasn't even like doing anything out, out of the ordinary, he just like jumped on his buddy's back to sing a lyric and the security yanked him out of there.
0: Yeah, well, ironically, you've moved into like one of the most ridiculous music scenes in the country, it seems like. But I mean, they, we don't have that problem in New York. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. ridiculous. Just, I still don't know how to a little bit, it, it get a little bit better feel on it. than Charlotte, North Carolina. We're just a little bit better. just a little (laughs) i'm an asshole all right so that being said we will uh push out that video of me picking up change and just absolutely wreck wrecking balling a group of 16 and 17 year olds um and let's move on to our uh, guest who ironically, we uh, both got our asses whooped by the same team. He's a Caps. He's a big Caps fan, man.
1: Yeah. Um. At least the Caps put up a little more fight than the Islanders did, I guess. But, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, the Hurricanes had both of our numbers, and uh, we're now in summer mode. And yeah, it's all are. thanks to them, I guess.
0: Yeah, we are. So, uh, without further ado, here is Ryan Pinsley from Command. And we're back in the box. Our boy, Ryan Tinsley of Conditions. Ryan, what's up, man?
2: Yo, what's up, guys? How y'all doing?
0: Good, man. Good. So uh we figured we we'd have an Eskimo brother on uh, <laughs> this week. Because <laughs> we both uh we both took it, we both took it from the Canes. So yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> so we figured uh we'd have you on. So obviously you're a cap fan if you couldn't figure out um from uh what i was just talking about so how we doing man how we feeling uh off season
2: uh go sharks
0: (laughs) really that's your team
2: uh i mean i guess right now um i think it would definitely be interesting to see them win it all um but i mean i guess a lot of the teams that are in it right now obviously not not including boston um they don't normally get this far, so it's pretty cool to see you know a lot of the teams that are that are doing it right now, but um I think if I had to go ahead and choose anyone, I guess it'd be the sharks
0: yeah, for sure i um I think there's a lot of Islander fans that are pulling for the canes just because we are kind of like the same team in different jerseys uh just style of play, unprecedented um season. Um, try. I think Islander fans are trying to, I guess, save face because of the whole Tavares classless controversy. So I think they're trying to, like, shake the hand that, that beat them. Um, I, for one, can't, you know, I don't have a problem with the Kings. I don't mind if they win. Um, I guess I'm pulling for the Blues or the Avalanche. No offense, Fozzie. <laughs> Uh, only cause the blues have probably one of the most preposterous jerseys in history with that trumpet on the front.
2: What? Well, <laughs> I don't mind that Jersey.
0: No, I don't mind it either.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think, uh, I, I think uh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I think, um, I mean, any, seeing any, seeing basically any of the teams win at all. I mean, you know, as much as I don't like the Canes right now, obviously, because they knocked the Caps out, um, seeing seeing the Hurricanes or the Blues or the Avalanche or the Sharks, any of those, it's, you know, it's something new. It, um, it's interesting. Uh, it's always really interesting in the playoffs when, you know, a lot of teams that haven't really been there much or at all um, or in a while, you know, I mean, how long has it been since the Hurricanes have been? Isn't it, hasn't it been like a decade or something like that?
0: Yeah, so um, one of the most interesting stats I saw floating around is uh, the Carolina Hurricanes um, haven't been in in 10 years, but the last three times they were in, they made it no – they didn't – was it? I think they've – the, they made it to the conference finals. They won the Stanley Cup. They made it to the conference finals, and then they missed it for 10 years straight. Yeah. So it's like every time they do make it in, they just go, like, on a tear.
2: Yeah balls of the
0: wall. Yeah, which I guess is kind of they're like weird. the New York Giants.: I would say so. Yeah, that's a pretty accurate representation of Yeah. I don't think up until recently, though, and again, like this is not a hockey podcast, so we can totally talk about football and people will be okay with it. Uh, the Giants, uh, weren't always like this bad for this long, which is very interesting. Uh, normally they, they, at least they're formidable and make, they make the playoffs So it's kind of weird, but yeah. Yeah. Mikey, who do you, who are you pulling for? I guess Carolina, right? Just no chance, dude.
1: I thought that was brutal. Like sitting in the stands for game four to watch the Islanders get swept and like you not letting me leave early. Oh, (laughs) it's like,
3: what are you talking
0: about?
1: Dude, you you literally were blocking the aisle saying, nope, we're staying until triple zeros. That's what you kept (laughs) saying.
0: Yeah. We're. (laughs) we're not gonna yeah okay i guess
1: you know that was so fucking painful it was so painful
0: i don't know if i want to do this in front of our guest right now because we have an opener and a closer that we we don't have to bore him on the details on that but (laughs) fuck you we'll talk about this later we're not gonna we're not (laughs) we're gonna keep ryan involved yeah right i'm from so i'm from um long island mikey lives in Carolina and charlotte we met in raleigh uh for the last game just to see us get taken out but uh did you make any of the um the round one games
2: no i didn't make any games this year um obviously i wanted to uh but i wasn't able to make any this year uh i mean i i really obviously i really wanted to go last year um but i could just i never really made it um but obviously that would have been fucking awesome especially (laughs) last year yeah
0: oh yeah for sure um but, like, even, like, when you guys are on tour, what's it like to have a team, like, last year, even this year, I guess, too, where they're doing, like, so well, you know, what is does it, like, keep you hyped on tour? Like, how does that, you know what I mean? Like-
2: yeah, so, um, in conditions, um, I was the only Caps fan, and Brandon the singer and Alex, the guitar player, were both Rangers fans. Um, oh. So there was i think it was probably two or three seasons in a row where the caps and the rangers met in the playoffs and i felt like every single time the the stanley cup playoffs were happening we were on tour and you know we were always somewhere we would always try and catch as many games as we possibly could and you know one year we're on tour and the caps and uh, Rangers are playing and the Caps win and then the next year the Rangers win and then the next year the Caps win. Um, so it was always a really fun, um, dynamic between, you know, the three of us, um, with the, uh, the Caps and the Rangers playing in the playoffs for like, I think it was like two, three, maybe even four season uh, playoff seasons in a row. Um, and then uh, Corey, our bass player, he was a fl- he's a Flyers fan. Um, and then uh, Jason, Jason was kind of like he he kind of enjoyed watching hockey, but he never really had a team. And I always try to get him to like the Caps. Um, I don't know if I ever really converted him. I don't know if he ever actually started to care about hockey enough. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, yeah, we we were very sports heavy you know we were all pretty pretty much into sports um people always called us a bro band uh i guess compared to a decent amount of the bands that we went on tour with um you know we were always really into a lot of sports and being active and lifting weights and that kind of stuff um so you know if we were on tour and it was hockey season we were all talking about hockey if if we were on tour and it was football season we were all talking about football um A couple of us us like baseball. Um, I'm not diehard into baseball. Uh, I watch it every now and then. I go to some games sometimes. Um, But, yeah, I mean, in our band, it was always – we were always talking about football or we were talking about hockey. And then Brandon, the singer, is huge into soccer. Oh, really? Or football.
0: Football.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I, I, I know Brandon is a Rangers fan. But you're, you're saying Alex is also a Ranger fan because I'm seeing uh, Preds on his uh, profile lately. All so, this Preds talk.
2: So Alex's sports um, allegiance is all over the map. Um, for hockey, he's been a Rangers fan, you know, for the majority of his life. But he just recently moved to Nashville. Um <laughs> So I guess moving to Nashville kind of. I guess when you're you know living that close to to a professional team like that, because you know we all grew up in Virginia, so we don't really have a lot of professional sports in our backyard. The closest thing we have is DC stuff like you know Redskins and all that, and who the hell likes the Redskins?
0: Right. Um, Race so, the team.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, Alex is uh, hockey is the Rangers and now it's the, you know, the Preds that he lives in Nashville, but I think he likes both of them and uh, football. He likes the Vikings. Um, I think that's because of his dad. Uh, His whole family likes the Vikings, but they're not from Minnesota. They're just, they're all from Virginia and North Carolina. Um, And then his favorite baseball team is the Cubs. Um, I'm not really sure what started that, but you know, his, his sports teams are kind of all over the map um and brandon's makes sense brandon's from brandon was born in new york um so him being a rangers fan you know obviously i guess that's uh makes sense
0: yeah i feel like uh i feel like if you're from anywhere else and you move to a big city like you said like you moved to move to nashville it's kind of like unescapable to enjoy like the sp- the sports uh sports scene down there especially like the preds right now because they're like the fun hot team that everybody's kind of embracing but unless you're from new york and then you just can't like you can't escape it like that's
1: not true dude i became a carolina panthers fan
0: you don't (laughs) shame on you you're not a real Panthers fan
2: um yeah i I I am I, i guess it's different when if you move somewhere like if you're from new york and then you move somewhere else And there is a professional sports team where you move. You just came from a city that's, you know, pretty strong in the sports. Um, Like I'm sure if someone moved out of Boston, you know, because people in Boston are super into their sports teams.
0: Oh, yeah, them too. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it to them too.
2: Yeah, when you move out of there, it doesn't, it probably doesn't really matter wherever you go. You're always going to love that Boston team. But I guess coming from Richmond, Virginia, the only thing that we have here is a baseball team, the Flying Squirrels
0: yeah oh you're from richmond yeah yeah oh no and, shit and the and richmond kickers richmond.
2: oh yeah oh richmond's amazing um oh for sure yeah uh, i mean I i couldn't say the same thing about any other area in virginia but uh richmond's pretty awesome
0: <laughs> we uh it's actually uh a town that's like a bit near and dear to my heart uh because we had um one of our friends got uh married and uh uh, rest in peace to him and he uh he had his bachelor party at uh in at uh richmond raceway oh really yeah so we uh we whatchamacallit uh what's it when you when you rent the house on the airbnb the house oh yeah yeah, yeah. and that was a fun fun time man we had some fun we were we were send, we were standing in the front you know, we were like 10 year olds we were standing because he was like he's our second friend to get married uh-huh but, like, he's going to be the last one for a while. So we, had, so we had some fun. So we were, like, standing in the front yard and, like, skyhooking full beers over the house to our friends in the backyard. <laughs> it was fun as shit, man. I had a, really good, we had a really good time. And somehow everybody caught everything. I don't know what it was about that day. So there you go. There's my story about Richmond. But, no, Richmond was fun, too. And I actually just passed by. I passed through last week on my way down to Raleigh because we drove.
2: Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Richmond's an awesome spot.
0: It's beautiful when you drive by too, because you don't expect that little like downtown area. When someone says Richmond, Virginia, you're just like, Oh, all right, you know, like VCU and, and college campuses and whatever. And then like you 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 drive by that, like you're like, Wow, it's pretty it's pretty big downtown area. It's it's really nice.
2: Yeah, it's definitely growing. Um you know, it's it's nothing like uh the New York skyline or anything like that. Um But I mean, yeah, it's a pretty decent sized city.
0: Yeah. It's awesome I had a really good time and uh the flying squirrels is just an awesome name and logo
2: <laughs> yeah it is uh the um the mascot is called uh shit it's like nutty or nuts or something like that
0: uh <laughs> some then, some some innuendo that we're not picking up yet
2: oh yeah, yeah yeah and their slogan is uh have fun go nuts so it's all about nuts <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awesome <laughs> One dollar of beers. And you um like uh minor league sports are the best. Mikey goes to a lot of Charlotte Checkers games. Uh-huh. Whenever the Islanders, because we're Islander fans. Yeah. Uh oh, you knew that. I did a whole opening. We've been talking for 13 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting be- I'm getting better, I promise. Uh he goes to a lot of uh, minor league games. The minor league games are the best because the cheap beers well,
2: <laughs> so we used to have a hockey a minor league hockey team in richmond called the richmond renegades um this was uh they haven't been a team probably since maybe the late 90s um but that's when i first fell in love with hockey was going to a richmond renegades games when i was six seven eight years old um and, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely always awesome to go to local sports teams. Um, and we used to have the minor league baseball team, the Richmond Braves. Um, Chipper Jones played for the Richmond Braves and then went up to the majors to play for the, the Atlanta Braves. Right. Um, so that was – it was definitely a lot uh, more entertaining back then because that was an actual minor league team. You know, the the next step up from that team was the majors. Um The Flying Squirrels, I can't even tell you what the division's called. It's like...
0: It's um, actually the Independent League. Yeah. Because they play the Long Island Ducks, I think. Oh, okay. I think. So it's like
2: three steps down from... Or two steps down from the minor leagues or something like that?
0: I believe completely unaffiliated.
2: Oh, it's just not affiliated at all? No.
0: Yeah, Uh, and I don't think any any of those players are in any of the organizations... Uh,
2: oh, gotcha.
0: Yeah. It's this whole other country. Yeah. That's so, how much I know. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, that's all right. Um so yeah. So um what was you gonna say? So what so okay, so we have our two teams have kind of been let's 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 go back to that NHL real quick. So our two teams have kind of had this odd twist of affiliation. Um Between, um, you know, you guys kind of letting Barry walk um, and us picking him up and then us kind of leapfrogging you during the season. You guys coming back, coming in and then ending it strong and coming in right in front of us. Um, So I think a lot of um, Islander fans um, make believe like they know why Barry uh, didn't come back. Uh, but nobody really actually knows what happened there, yeah. Um, So, do you like do you have like any indication of uh, like could you like shed some light on that situation? Like, what was the reasoning behind not bringing him back? I feel like he had gotten you as far as a coach can get you, and the rest was kind of reliant on your talent, and you just didn't execute those two years. So, what an odd year to let him walk when it finally does bust through.
2: I know, yeah. I uh... I don't really know the reasoning behind it or it's just, I don't know. It's, I, f- I feel like it's weird how those kind of things happen sometimes Um where you feel like you have this great coach and everyone, you know, everyone talks about it and everything. And then uh, they end up parting ways and then things kind of, you know, get, I'm trying to think of a, of a team. Cause I know that happened recently and I feel like I always kind of go back to, a lot of my um, comparisons with... Uh, I go back to football. Right, like I'm probably a bigger football fan than anything else. Um, but uh, I feel like that just happened recently to some team I can't think of it right now where they had a great coach um, and they always talked about him, and, but they never really like got all the way. And then some other coach comes in and they win the Super Bowl um, or not win the Super Bowl, but maybe they went really far in the playoffs. I can't really think of who it was right now and um
0: but no i mean you i probably th- remember it when we're done recording that's just how these things yeah
2: go. and i'll like message y'all or something <laughs> but yeah <laughs> i i don't really know um i just thought yeah i definitely thought it was weird how things kind of took off as soon yeah. as he was gone at least for one season right, right. but right.
1: it's not even that we just got barry we got like the whole posse too so, like you know not just getting Barry but also getting uh the assistant coach and then yeah. like bringing some of the I'm sure he brought some of his trainers as well, like you know that 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 takes a, a hit on on an organization
2: oh yeah, it definitely does, and i guess it i guess it kind of shows
0: yeah yeah i it was just really, really odd um I mean it hit me out of nowhere you guys – one and i remember like texting all my friends like well i mean that that there that kind of goes you know like that would have <laughs> been an awesome situation and yeah now he's going to obviously resign and then uh <laughs> like 5 6 days later he's like nah i'm i'm done <laughs> so that was insane uh yeah. what were like the sentiments cuz um i mean what a weird situation Um, for you guys to be like celebrating, finally getting it. And then a couple, couple days later, you're like, oh, he's not going to celebrate with us. In fact, he's not coming back. And we were kind of in a weird situation with, um, our own like free agency woes, um, or pine. We were trying to get him at the time he was still on, you know, he was still on the team. And, and so like, it was a real, like, did, did you guys feel kind of worried? Like we did this summer last summer or what? um yeah um
2: yeah that that definitely was weird how he left um you know as soon as as soon as we won it um and obviously i wish i don't really know how or why i don't really know how a lot of those things work uh, right with you know obviously because i'm not in the national hockey league
0: Right.
2: <laughs> you always you always kinda wonder what the what the stuff is behind the scenes and what really makes people go to the te- go to teams that they do and why they leave certain teams and sometimes you wonder if it's money or sometimes you wonder if it's um maybe the organization themselves. Um yeah, I mean it's 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 hard to say. Right. Exactly. I think We all went
0: out at the end of it. Um, You know, I mean, we kind of got the one thing that we were looking for, which is consistent um, and steady, you know, like in a system and consistency and accountability from a figurehead. And you guys kind of, I think, maybe freed the reins on a few few players and they get to open their game up a little bit. And you guys are still successful. I mean, um, I I just think the Canes right now are just – I don't know, a bit of a buzz I think they're exactly what the Islanders could be if um they had that type of um grind. So you guys kind of fought to the bitter end and then we just got the brunt the brunt end of the uh of the ecstasy shot that they had beating you guys, so I mean <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Was, yeah, yeah, that was kind of tough. Team. Yeah. I mean, it goes without saying that I don't feel an ounce of regret for for you guys or any love loss cuz you're coming off you're coming off one of, if not the best, celebrations of a Stanley Cup that I've ever witnessed.
2: Oh uh, yeah, man! Like those videos, like every like every time that I go back and I watch the video of Alex Ovechkin raising the thing up over his head, it's just like the first time that I saw it um, was one of the first times I feel like I ever watched a cha- a sports championship of you know for any sport. And, like, almost came to tears. I mean, like, you know, obviously I've been really happy when some of my other teams have won. Um, but, you know, it was just it was just something about this one because it had been so long. Um, you know, Alex Ovechkin trying to go, go at it for so long and him and Backstrom. And then it finally happens and it was just freaking amazing watching that celebration
0: yeah it's funny because i kind of wonder like if um if he wasn't such like a cat i guess it's because he is a character i don't know
2: you know he's extremely a character
0: he got away with murder man oh yeah he got like the alex ortiz treatment like i feel like every time alex ortiz like Talked on a microphone, he would just drop an f bomb on live TV, and everyone's like, "Ah, it's Alex Ortiz." Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's and a- like I just feel like they they just let they just let uh they let him fly, yeah. Just let, let Ovi go, let Ovi run. He deserves it, man. He's you want you want to see the good ones win, not uh, too much, of course, but you know, <laughs> get what they're do. You he know, I mean? a
2: couple more times if he wants.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is what defines a lot of these guys, you know. Yeah. So it's good, it's good that he's not gonna have to face that that type of uh question questioning anymore. you know he's finally got his cup underneath him,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, which is good so uh on the music front, how's things been, man? What are we up to these days?
2: uh, these days um music is still you know music i'll always i'll always um play the drums and you know do music related things as much as i possibly can um i play i've played in i've played in a couple of bands around richmond um nothing too serious uh i've since conditions i've kind of switched over to the to the normal guy nine to five life um you know which is Which I feel like is pretty awesome um, in a lot of ways, you know, because when you're when you're playing in a touring band, um, especially for as long as we did, um, we started when I was 19 and we broke up. I think I was uh, 28. Um, So, you know, it was a good chunk of my life. And um, when you're doing that thing for that long and at the level that we were at, um, you know, it's kind of. uh, it's just a super unreliable source of income. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, living the life of being on the road and then coming home and working a, you know, part-time job here and there. Um, you know, it's, it was, it's definitely, uh, cool. And I miss it in some ways. Obviously I miss playing music all the time and I miss, uh, traveling and stuff like that and meeting a lot of different people. But, um, you know, after doing it for a while. Cause I feel like that was kind of one of the reasons where we stopped. We wanted to go ahead and stop. Everyone just kind of wanted to move on with their lives. Um, Brandon was getting married and Jason was back in school and, um, so, you know, I mean, it was awesome. We definitely got to pretty much live out, um, or at least I can speak for myself that I kind of lived out my dream. You know, I got to play in a cool band and tour and release albums and. Uh, record albums and stuff like that um so it's definitely awesome but nowadays music is just music is basically just more of a hobby um i play in a couple of local bands um i play in a cover band right now we're, we're doing covers of like uh early 2000s stuff like um early under and fall out boy and uh some 41 and all kinds of stuff like that um we just, but we just started playing, so we're just kind of like getting all of our uh, songs together that we're gonna play. And I, I don't think we have a show booked until June or July. Um, which actually is pretty funny. The place that we're playing at is a bar that Alex used to bartend at, uh, <laughs> called Home Team Grill. It's in the it's in the fan, which is a, which is basically like the VCU area of okay. Richmond. Um, so I'm doing that and I also play at a church, um, in Mechanicsville, Virginia, which is like just north of Richmond, which is where I grew up. Um, and I play, uh, at a church there and not, not every Sunday. I'll probably play there like maybe once a month, something like that.
0: Okay, cool. So Uh, I need to
1: elaborate. So this emo cover band are you guys like gonna play like breweries or like is the brewery scene pretty hot in uh, Richmond right now? Oh yeah, because um... I would I would lose my shit like because the the brewery scene's like pretty big in Charlotte right now too, but it's always like country music or like some like indie folk band. But like if there was an emo cover band on, that would be fucking awesome.
2: Yeah, I've, um, the bass player is definitely the guy who's kind of like looking into all the places we're going to play. Um, we definitely have um, <clears throat> a show lineup at a bar. And then there's another, I don't know if you, I don't know if you would call it a bar or a restaurant. A lot of the places in Richmond, it's really hard to define if it's a restaurant or if it's a bar, because a lot of the places are, I feel like pretty happening and pretty um, well-known in Richmond for, you know, for their bar scene at night, but they're also all restaurants. Um, and they're also, they're, they're like really good restaurants. So I don't know what you would call it, but we have a couple of uh, restaurant bars that want us to play there too. Um, so, but yeah, the, the bar scene here, the brewery scene, uh, there's a place called Hardywood. Um, and there's two locations of that. And it's a pretty awesome place. One of my, one of my other uh, bands, um, it was an original band. Uh, we played there uh, once, but it was really awesome. Uh, the stage was awesome. and but that that band, I felt like fit that scene a little bit better because it was more of like a folk rock band, I guess you'd call it. Um, and i'm not I'm not hundred percent positive if a lot of brewery goers. Would want to hear us playing, um, a boy brushed red, whatever it's called, the song by Underoath.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure. Too too sure if they'd be into that. Um,
0: I'm but, sure uh, walking out
1: my front door or whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But I feel like there. You guys definitely found like a little niche because I I've never really heard of like an emo cover band yet.
2: Yeah. So we're kind of. Um, piggybacking off of the idea of emo night okay yeah 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 yeah,
3: yeah.
2: so it's basically the emo night idea except for just doing it as a live band Um,
0: we've talked about emo night uh and it's so funny because it's such a cool concept right obviously but then like you're sitting there as somebody that listens to that music a lot it's you're doing the same thing in your backyard it's it's my soundtrack you're i'm just paying money to get in the door so it's much cooler to hear it live someone playing it you know what i mean like instead of just somebody playing it off their computer so i mean that's that's an i mean it's a great it's a great avenue to go down for you guys
2: yeah it's um i mean the whole emo night thing is an interesting idea because when i first heard about it um emo night had pretty much just well i think there was an emo night in la And there was an Emo Night in Brooklyn, and those were like the original ones. And then I think some guys took it on tour. And the first time that it ever came through Richmond, um, the Emo Night Brooklyn guys asked if conditions would host it. Oh, sweet. So when they came through, um, you know, they asked us if we would go ahead and host it. And, you know, obviously we were all kind of like, uh i mean yeah we'll do it but we're kind of like intrigued to see what exactly this is because you know we didn't know what what it was emo night like is there going to be like some guy standing on the stage just like playing songs off a laptop and that's literally exactly what it was but the turnout was a lot better than i was expecting you know i was expecting there to be like 100 kids um and i mean it wasn't like A shitload more than 100 kids it was maybe like 400 or something like that but it was a way better turnout than i I was expecting and the whole emo night thing um for a while there was really popular it seemed like they had really good turnouts everywhere they went um and i actually just recently went to the emo night in richmond again uh a couple of weeks ago a friend of mine who plays in this cover band that we're doing right now um he was one of the hosts for the emo night that just came through it was him and uh aj the singer of the dangerous summer
1: oh yeah definitely
2: um they were the hosts and uh it wasn't as big of a turnout um as the time is when we hosted it but i think i think that's just because it's kind of like worn out its uh its hype um you know, you can only go to an Emo night, but so many times, you know, it's the same, it's the same concept everywhere it goes. It's just a laptop and some guy standing on stage playing songs that we all used to listen to when we were 14. Um, But I mean, it's definitely a cool idea. And I guess the next step after this is uh, a band doing it for real live. Um, So I think that's definitely the idea that we're going for. and, I'm sure we're we're you know, there's no way that we're the only band that's doing this. I'm, there's gotta be other bands out there that are covering a bunch of early two thousands emo songs. Um but as far as I know, we're we're gonna be the only ones in the Richmond market doing it.
0: Right. Well, um <laughs> this is wishful thinking, but we so uh we're in um where I mean I, I live in New York, um uh, and we kind of have like a network of um islander fans um and in this network is this uh in, is this bar in uh in Manhattan um and the owner um has made it an islander bar and is basically anything that islander fans want to host or hold there would would be uh is, he's down for it. and he's a huge fan of the exact uh music that you guys are covering so i mean i would love to try and get you guys down here over the summer <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be awesome man I mean everything you're describing is like just uh, it's just the music that we all listen to um I know you know my my friends that are also hockey fans too so I mean if you're ever interested please let me know and I could connect you guys because I just want to hear you guys play I've never heard I've, I mean you're describing something that you would think uh, exists a lot but I mean to this I haven't run into it yet so I mean I kind of want to be a part of it.
2: <laughs> so the band is called Throwing Back Sunday?
0: Uh, oh okay there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um and yes we do play some Taking Back Sunday songs. Uh But yeah, I mean that would be awesome. Um you know, we could definitely keep in contact about that and I could talk to the rest of the guys. Um I know that we definitely had the idea of uh maybe doing a couple of weekend runs uh, sometime in the near future. Um, You know, hit like Baltimore, Philly, New York, something like that. Um, Make like a weekend out of it. So I don't see why we wouldn't be able to hit up that way um, sometime in the summer and make
0: a little weekend out of it. That would be beautiful. I mean, I'll go go watch you guys. I I don't care. But I just thought if you guys need a place in in the city in Manhattan – I know the place for you.
2: Yeah, man. That would be awesome. We can keep in contact about that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Look at us doing business over <laughs> the over the old pod.
2: Over the podcast.
0: Over the pods. What we do. We snap next and we cash checks here on bar down breakdown. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Now, That's
1: Ryan, you you said that conditions uh, broke up a few years ago, but It was always my understanding that you guys kind of, yeah, went on with your like normal nine to five kind of gigs. But like it always seemed like conditions was still like functioning in the background. And then like, you know, a few months ago, you guys released that single, Give It All. So like clearly not completely broken up, right?
2: Don't all bands that break up kind of do the same thing? (laughs) (laughs) They always have their reunion shows and then they have their 10-year album reunion shows and tours and stuff like that it's really hard when you do something like that as long as we did and as serious as as serious as we were about it um it's hard to just cut it cold turkey um at first when and i don't know if it's like this for every band but at first when we broke up everyone was kind of like ready for it you know we we were all kind of like um And not that we hated each other or anything like that, or that we hated playing music. We were just all like, yeah, I think it's about that time. And we were all ready to move away from it. Um, But, you know, a year down the road or something like that, everyone was like, okay, we kind of missed this. And, uh, you know, none of us... I mean, if I I could have my choice, um, you know, music would be my 9 to 5, would be my career. But, you know... It's one of those uh, industries where you can't just, and I'm, I mean, I might be wrong about this, but as far as I know, it's not one of those industries where you can just walk around and hand your resume to people and be like, oh, yeah, you know, it, you, it's hard to, you know, you've got to find the right people and you've got to know somebody and this and that. So I think uh, Condition's kind of like, for the most part, did what it could do, Um And, uh, we, you know, we love doing it and everything and it was over. We, you know, we said we broke up, but then, you know, it's, it's really hard to break away from that. Um, that, you know, that the feeling that we have together up on stage, um, especially when we play our home, our hometown in Richmond, um, those shows are unreal. Um, it's really hard to just stop doing it all together and we, you know, I thought we were pretty damn good at what we did. Um, so we all kind of talked about it. And, and I mean, the the single that we recorded, Give It All, that was a very, very long process. That was, I mean, I think I remember Jason uh, hitting us all up in like, I don't know, 2015, something like that. 2016 and was like hey we should write another album and then it was like uh maybe a year later and it was like we should write an ep and then you know we always talk to each other we always kept in touch and we still keep in touch and every time we get together we always talk about you know um stuff to do with the band and that we want to record more songs and we've talked about it multiple times where we're like i don't know if we ever want to go on tour again but we'll freaking record more music in a heartbeat Um, and the only, I feel like the only reason we haven't gotten together and recorded a full album is just because everyone's so busy with their lives. Um, you know, I, speaking for myself, you know, I'm, I'm always super busy with my job. Um, so just kind of packing my things up and heading up to Baltimore, which, which is where we have recorded almost all of our music. Um it's a lot harder to do nowadays than it was when I was 21. Oh, for sure.
1: But, um, is that the only single you guys recorded in Baltimore? Cause you guys kind of like, Oh, we're going to go there for a weekend and see what magic happens. Right. And then like, is that all we're going to expect from that session or is there going to be more coming, you know, in the future?
2: So that's the only thing that we recorded that time. Um, But I don't want to say that we'll never do anything again, uh, because that's what I said, you know, when we first broke up and then we got together and we played a couple of shows and then we didn't do anything for like a year. And then we got together and we played another three shows and then we thought that that was the end of it. And then we recorded that song. So, you know, who knows? I mean, anything could happen with this band. We always kind of stopped doing stuff for a while and then we're like, hey, let's do something and we just because you know, obviously there's no rules to music. You can do, you know, pretty much whatever you want, whenever you want. Um and who's to say that we won't, you know, play another show at some point. Um I feel like, you know, I feel like anything like that could happen. And I think, you know, the possibility of us recording at least one more song at some point in the near future, you know, I think it could definitely happen. Mm -hmm. now this this
1: is like really the first single you guys released like in the spotify era right uh yeah i believe so and and that was kind of cool because you know once the single came out i realized that you guys were like that single was showing up on a bunch of like playlists like some big known playlists and we were talking to uh a guy in in another band uh on a previous episode and like that's kind of like what the music industry has become these days is like you you want to put out, like, a few singles and get them on playlists. And, you know, when you guys released Give It All, I, I did notice that you guys made it onto a bunch of, you know, pretty known playlists.
2: Yeah, um, I feel like our situation is pretty similar to, a, you know, a lot of bands. I feel like a lot of people appreciate a band when they're around, but for whatever reason, they appreciate them more when they're gone. Um. So, you know, I feel like we had a, a pretty decent following when we were active and we were touring and everything, and then we broke up, and I felt like the amount of people that paid attention to us or that, you know, um, were fans of ours kind of increased uh, when that happened. So when we came back and released that single, you know, I felt, I felt like I got a better response, you know, when it first came out than pretty much any other song did when it first came out. Um, cause I guess, you know, it's one of those things we broke up and everyone thought we were broken up and then we had this new thing come out and everyone's kind of like, you know, Oh, I can't wait, you know, cause we thought they were done and they haven't done anything in years. And, you know, so I guess the anticipation, uh, is what made people kind of gravitate to that song a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely awesome to see, you know, um, trying to think of her name Allie hagendorf um she runs one of the bigger uh pages on spotify and uh she was really awesome she you know promoted our song a whole lot and spread the word around about it and that was really awesome um but yeah i mean the reaction to the song was you know a lot more than i expected it to be
0: She got a dope last name. So that's good for her too.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It's big for you guys.
0: Cause that last name is just silly. Yeah. So I have a question. Um, so you guys are, uh, you said you guys were referred to as a bro band, which I mean, I guess I would fit in with very well. I didn't know that that was a term, but they are, and I like it. (laughs) Um, and you guys had, um, a lot of interest in different sports and stuff like that. And, uh, I, so I'm a, um, you know, I'm a screen printer and, and, graphic artist by trade. So did you guys ever like, what was the merch scene like for conditions? Did you guys ever kind of like dabble in sports themed stuff or, you know, what, um, would you guys ever have any, any? Yeah.
2: I think our most popular shirt was a, it was related to Manchester United.
0: Oh, that's dope.
2: Yeah. So Brandon's team is Manchester United and, uh, we made a line of shirts. Um, they were conditions United. (laughs) <laughs> so awesome. it was the it was the exact manchester united logo and it just instead of it saying manchester united it said conditions united and uh we had a different colors in that it was a black and white and uh red and yellow um and i think a a couple other colors but yeah that was that was probably our most popular shirt and it was uh you know related to manchester united
0: yeah it's fucking awesome I, I just actually i was at a um I was at a show last night. I saw, uh, movements, trash boat, Boston manor, um, all those newer pop punk bands and stuff. Um, and I'm a, I'm a merch nerd. So I was just kind of walking up and down the table and stuff. It's so crazy, right? Like the more things change, the more they stay the same. Oh yeah. So you like, you're kind of looking at it and I love it. I'm not, I don't have a problem with anything. I I like people trying to like get outside the box. Right. But I mean, um, it was four bands. I mean, you could have just replaced the name on any one of them. They all had the same look and it's, everything is going back to, um, it's either got like an eighties feel on everything where it's like a lot of like, I don't know, lino cut looking like sharp, jaggedy, not so like clean thick. It's, it's more like, you know, hand drawn stuff. Yeah. And then like early nineties, uh, late '90s, early 2000s, like almost like Blink 182 looking type, like not big graphics, like small graphics and shit like that. So, it's just uh, the merch game is crazy because people think they're going outside the box, and I'm just sitting there like, have I really been through two generations of of fashion already, where we're going back to what everyone was wearing when I was younger? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I thought um i always thought that our merch was always kind of a little i mean i think we definitely had some good designs here and there um cory our bass player uh is a graphic designer and he made a couple of our t-shirts that look pretty awesome uh, but for the most part i think a, a decent amount of our shirts were always kind of a little lackluster um
0: playing it safe
2: yeah yeah we definitely played it safe with some of our shirts and one of our shirts uh, I, I actually kind of liked it, but it was like that hardcore look where it was the name on the band name on the front, and then the back was a live photo, right? <laughs> and then, and then like a quote from a song under it,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you
2: know, like every hardcore band did. We had one of those. Um, I think the picture came from uh, when we played in Anah- Anaheim at uh. Ah oh, shit! What is that venue called? It's like
1: House of Blues.
2: No, uh, I mean Chain we... Reaction. Chain Reaction. Thank you. Um, Good, yeah, Mike. Good pull. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a live photo of Brandon from Chain Reaction, um, and I want to say it was the lyrics to "In the Progression," maybe.
0: Right. 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 Um,
2: I can't really remember, but uh, yeah, that was that was a pretty funny shirt because it was like a hardcore um actually i think Corey might have made that shirt uh but yeah that was uh that was pretty funny that we did that because it was like you know early 2000s hardcore um yeah hardcore shirt that we had and we were a you know a i don't even know what you would i still don't know what you would call our band emo pop rock alternative post-hardcore <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, that's so funny because, like, whenever I tried to, like, you know, tell my friends about conditions, they would always be like, oh, like, how would you describe them? And I would describe them just like how you did. But then I would always say, like, but like with super positive lyrics, like I always felt like especially in fluorescent uh, fluorescent youth, like the lyrics are just like all about like being a better person and like just betterment in, in general so like was that just like kind of like a phase that you guys are going through or is like did you guys intentionally intentionally try to write songs like that
2: uh brandon definitely uh wrote songs like that on purpose um just to kind of uh be not not purposely try to be different but um i don't know he just didn't want to write the same stuff that everyone else was writing everyone was kind of writing about partying the time that we were around, it was either people were, were writing songs about partying and drinking and being with girls, um, which, you know, we all like songs like that. Um But I guess he just wanted to be a little bit more meaningful um with his lyrics instead of just writing a kind of a bunch of nonsense.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's always I. I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to sound too hippie or bohemian or anything. Right. But like the less definable a band is normally the, the, I don't know, the, the more I respect them kind of, you know, like where you get like that, you get that like kind of beautiful range um, where they can put you in one place in time and they can put you in another completely different mood and kind of like, run the spectrum, you know, where like you can show it to a million people and they're they're all going to like it. I mean, that's, that's, that's the, that's the beautiful thing about a band like that or music like that is where you you can't put it in a box, you know, and sometimes you want to be in a box. Like there's, there's sometimes where I just want to be like, yeah, the whole goddamn album I want to listen to be like mad or pumped up or, or happy or, you know, or, you know, whatever, good vibes. But some, you know, normally those bands that like, like you said, can't really be defined as like. You know, I mean, one of my favorite bands is I, I said I've said it before. One of my favorite bands growing up is Say Anything.
2: Oh, nice.
0: You know what uh, I mean? And like, where, where do you put them?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Because um, they, you know, I guess they always kind of played in that scene with all those kind of the same, I guess, pop punk, emo, whatever you would call them bands in the early 2000s. Um, but they sounded different from everyone else at that time, always. Um, our the cover band is actually we're actually playing, um, why oh, can't they? what well, can't I think of the name alive of
0: with the glory of love? Yeah.
2: Thank you, yeah, we're playing that,
0: yeah. I mean, that was awesome. I, that I actually, part of the
2: beginning is hard, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a that's a great so that's that song always gets love too that's fun that must be fun to play
2: yeah it's a lot of fun yeah
0: because it cut that that one part at the end where it where it, it almost the song stops and then it builds and builds and builds and builds and, builds and then you kind of like turns into like a swing song out of nowhere yeah 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 it's so much fun it's fun to listen to live they had somebody do i don't know if they had them do it or somebody just Grew a set of balls and, and pulled it off and it worked. But the last time I saw them, and they played that song. Uh, they had two people like like 1940s USO swing dancing in the middle of the uh in the middle of the mosh pit. Oh, really? Yeah, people started pushing people around, and then all of a sudden, this this couple like just walked in and started doing like you know like they pick the they the guy picks the girl up and like swings them on their side like shoom shoom, and then like picks them all the way up and then puts them down and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, they were doing that, and I don't know. I, I it was crazy because there's a bunch of like idiots running into each other, just turn around, and be like, "This is fucking awesome." <laughs> so yeah, good pull.
3: I
2: think, only, I think the only time that I ever saw them play was um, Conditions was playing South by Southwest. That's uh, awesome. This was I don't remember this what year it was. It was probably like two thousand nine. Um 2010, and we happened to walk into, I want to say it was a bar, or, I don't really know what the building was, but, you know, South by Southwest, like, they turn every single building down there into some kind of venue. Um, That's awesome. And whatever building we walked into, say anything happened to be playing (laughs) when we walked in, and we were standing, we were, like, up on a balcony, um, and we were looking down, like, right over top of them while they were playing. Um, and that was the only time I ever saw say anything and it was an accident, you know, it's like, we didn't walk into that building saying, Oh, let's go watch, say anything. We just walked in there because we saw a lot of music related people, uh, were going into there and, um, it, you know, seemed like a pretty, uh, popular spot. And, uh, we walked in there and say anything happened to be playing.
0: That's awesome. Now, I've heard a lot about South by Southwest, Mikey, we got to get down there, man. Dude, it's not the same as it used to be,
1: like really? I, I feel like it's lost its luster, like it I, I know it still goes on and it's still cool, but like tons and tons of bands, especially in like the late 2000s, like 2008 through like maybe 2010, like every band like stopped their tour and made a stop there. but it, I feel like bands don't even go
2: there anymore. Am, am I wrong in, in thinking that? Um I'm not I'm honestly not sure. I'm so outside of a lot of that these days that um I haven't really been paying attention to what how popular South by Southwest has been. I'm sure it's still really popular. Um Yeah, yeah I, I feel like
1: that like the kind of like the Coachella scene has taken over South by Southwest.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Um, it, I mean, yeah, I think it definitely has Coachella is like, you know, the thing for people to go to, uh, these days. Um, but yeah, I haven't, honestly, haven't even really paid attention at if South by Southwest is still what it was when we went, um, actually my one, my one, uh, I mean, there's a couple of South by West stories, but, uh, I think one of the funniest ones was we were walking, down some street um i don't remember where we were going but uh we ended up walking right past um you guys are gonna have to help me with the name i think his i, I think his first name is michael but he was in the movie super bad um michael C- michael sarah yeah or michael sarah? sarah uh he was the he was the skinnier guy right yeah yeah McLovin. lovin yeah no no not McLovin. lovin no um, oh uh the main, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yep,
0: Rather the guy's name in the movie, but it's Michael I Sarah.
2: His name is, I think his name is Michael Cera. Um But anyways, we were walking down the street, and he walked right by us, and he noticed that we were all staring at him. It was like... It was all the guys in the band, and then a couple other people that were with us. Um So there was probably like eight or nine of us, and we were all walking, and we all noticed him at the same time, and none of us said anything to him. We just all kind of like stared at him, and he walked by, and it was the most awkward thing ever, but we all... <laughs> He walks by and walks away. and We all look at each other. And we were like, that was Michael Sarah. <laughs> because
0: <laughs> <That's- laughs> like, whenever you meet somebody that's that's like, I'm, I'm tr- I am I'm try to play it cool. I, n- I never want to like, because I just feel like you're bothering them, right? Because you imagine just like walking down the street and someone just be like, yo, what up, man? Like, know your entire life story. I'm just going to approach you and talk to you or whatever. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you just try to keep it cool, but then you also don't want to walk by them and like disrespect the fact that like you also want them to know like, hey, I know who you are like subtly. So you always end up giving them that like eye contact where it's like unbroken, where you're trying to communicate with your eyes that they're like, I know who you are.
2: I think the thing that made that situation so so awkward was one, because we were all being really awkward, but two. I think he's natural. I mean, I don't know the guy, but.
0: No, yeah, I believe the, what you're about to say. Way
2: his, the way his character seems in a lot of movies that he's in, he seems like he's probably an awkward person in person.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: So, uh, it was just a very awkward situation altogether just because we were all, him him included, we were all just being super awkward. Like, he he literally looked and the the way he reacted was like he was in one of his movies. Like, he just had that weird, like, look and, like, Kind of like looked down at the ground, and his arms and legs were like you know stiff as a board, and he kind of just like walked away like all super quick. Like he was like it was like he was in super bad. It was it was funny,
0: right? And I would have turned around and been like this fucking guy had no idea that I was in conditions. Why wouldn't you <laughs> say anything, <laughs> asshole? Whatever. Well, uh, if I saw you on the street, I would totally make unbroken eye contact with you. I probably wouldn't even blink. <laughs> and just be like, yo, come over here and play me early 2000s emo music.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, I'll definitely do that. Uh, okay. I'll talk to the guys, and we can make our way up to Long Island.
0: I don't, gonna- think, I don't even think I'm going to put you on Long Island. We're going to put you in Manhattan. we will have more fun, man.
2: Uh oh, man, there's nowhere to park in Manhattan.
0: <laughs> that is a good point. I do struggle with parking as well.
2: Yeah, every time Conditions would play up there, we would get a ticket. Like, I seriously think maybe one time. Okay, the one time that I – no, actually, I think we got a ticket that time. Yeah, I was about, to, was about to say the last time we played in New York, when we played at Webster Hall, um, I was going to say we didn't get a ticket. But I actually, now that I remember, I think we did.
0: It's got nothing to do with, with like, your guys' decision. You're just getting a ticket because you're there. You know what I mean? Like everybody gets a ticket. It's just yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all that happened. They're just giving you like, they're like oh, look at this guy using a car on the street. <laughs> Fuck this. You're guy. walking
2: down the street. Nope, ticket.
0: Fuck this guy in particular. <laughs> so, all right, man. Uh, so let's get back together over the summer, like I said, and let's get your ass playing some good music up by my town. And uh, definitely don't go to sh- uh, Charlotte. Mikey's got a good enough scene down there. He doesn't need it. Manhattan could use all the, uh, and Long Island could use all the emo it could get. And uh, I think uh, we're gonna we're gonna put a ball on this one and uh, and revisit you in the summer like we talked about, man.
2: All right, guys, sounds good to me. All
1: right, all right. and we'll be on uh, the lookout for a ten year fluorescent youth uh, reunion, eh?
2: I mean, that's Maybe. coming. That's <laughs> coming up next. That's coming up next year, right?
1: Yeah. Dude, and I'm, I'm not that far from Richmond, so even if you just play like one hometown show, I'll, I'll make the drive up for it for sure.
2: You know, I, I don't want to say that it's going to happen, but I think uh, when that 10-year does hit, I can definitely see us at least talking about it. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen?
1: Fingers you know crossed, that. man, because the only times I saw you were twice in Albany, and Albany, New York, like the market sucks. And then I saw you with uh, that band Neighbors on Long Island at like a temple on Long Island.
2: Oh, yeah. So, neighbors. Like, Our boys and neighbors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> th- those are the only
1: times I've seen you. So I feel like I haven't gotten the full effect. So I definitely want to catch like a
2: hometown Richmond show. Oh, uh, dude. Like, I mean, we had some we had some pretty awesome shows um, in other parts of the country. Um, but they just—they don't compare to Richmond shows. Richmond shows are just on another level. Yeah,
0: I don't believe for two seconds that you guys aren't going to do nothing for your just because just, just of the fact that when Mikey brought it up, you already knew when the ten years was, was coming, which is not something off the top of your head. So I'm calling BS. You guys are—you guys have plans. And well, I mean, myself. I know
2: when the album was released in 2010, so. <laughs>
0: Obviously, so would
2: be we're not numbers year. guys.
0: No, 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 no. We don't. I don't. I don't remember years. You kidding me? Hey, I've when people seen... ask me when I graduated, I said I say some time ago. <laughs> That's what happens. So no, I'm I'm messing with you, but yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Like, uh give us some, give us something to to jam out to, man.
2: Yeah, man. I definitely
0: will. Awesome. All right. Uh, so that about ends that. Uh and I'm excited, man. Hopefully we get you back on. Maybe we do a little preseason as the as October approaches and we can talk about uh we can talk about Hope Springs Eternal for our two clubs here when yep. uh hockey starts back up.
2: Yeah man, definitely keep in touch.
0: We'll do, we'll do. Alright, man, have a good night.
2: Alright guys. Thanks, Ryan. See y'all. Thank you.
3: Thank you!
0: Michael, what's good? Yeah. I don't know what to like. I don't know what to do anymore, man. This is so weird. We're bad. I mean, we're only oh,
1: sorry, like not even. I'm a are
0: <laughs> four and four days. We're, I, I mean, I'm counting on my fingers uh, how many days ago it was. We're only four days into this, and I, my friend, cannot. Believe it's over. What a run.
1: It really was. And, like, it's crazy to think that this time last year, like, on May 8th, 2018, I didn't even know who you were. Like, I knew Yes Men because my buddy bought me the Anders Lee shirt for my birthday.
0: Right. Who bought you that, by the way, Kevin?
1: No, my buddy James in the Charlotte group.
0: Oh, Maho. Uh, uh, my... no, nah, not
1: Jimmy. James. Oh, oh, oh. He he was there at the tailgate. Uh, in Raleigh. He was. Uh, he's another bearded gentleman, oh. Oh. like myself. Um, yeah, I don't I know like if you were hands. interacting with him much, but yeah. So like he he got me that shirt for my birthday. So like that kind of got Yes Men on my radar, but like I didn't know the man behind Yes Men.
0: I mean, I. I, te- I, it's around this time that I DM you. Um, yeah, it was definitely like off season time when you DM me. So like, no, yeah. it was around this time. I know for a fact it was around this time. Be- or it's this month, it's the end of May because I was talking, the day we established that I was going to do shirts for, for the first, uh, meetup uh Raleigh meetup of that of this season, but of the upcoming season was on my friend's birthday, which is May twenty fourth, which is memorial around Memorial Day weekend. So
1: look how crazy uh our year has been, man. It's been pretty sweet. Like we got sixteen episodes of a podcast together. <laughs> uh running tailgates together, like collaborating on, you know, some really cool stuff all year. So it's just been a really fun year.
0: 25 meetup accounts created since.
1: <laughs> Seriously.
0: I, that's, that's an accurate number. It's 25 accounts. Uh, no. Oyster Bay's is- 23 because I'm, I'm just remembering the number of the amount in the group.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm one. Oyster Bay is one. Yeah, so there's twenty three, twenty three meetup groups now. It's wild. It's crazy. I mean, um, it's easy. It's easily the most fun year of my adult life, by by far.
1: Yeah, uh, and I, I think that's why. Like, I feel like this school year has just flown by because almost every single week there was just something cool going on. And something I was excited about, it's just been... Well,
0: for September is when we really started the heavy lifting on, on getting the tickets from Carolina and preparing the design for the first meetup, right? So if you start school... Will you guys start school in September? End of August. Oh, because you guys have to end early because it's, cause it's warmer there. Yeah, but still, like we had started planning at that point, right? And then the season... Goes all the way obviously up till now, which you guys are almost done now, right?
1: Yeah, we have a few weeks left.
0: Uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah, it flies, especially when we're having so much fun. Time flies when you're having fun. I just made that up, it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's, and I mean, something I, cool I, that's I can't, come I'm from having it. trouble playing into words. So much happened positive Uh, you know everything just kept coming up Isles meet up yes man this year and uh i guess the emo kid in me can't really believe it all too much kind of waiting for the regression of next year maybe which um you know i'm I'm not gonna think like that we're gonna keep building and keep building this thing and um i mean just the tailgate that we had you know for game four of the second round in Raleigh was just, like, a testament to, like, no matter what happens, we are going to have the best time regardless of what happens.
1: Yeah, and you know what was really cool is, you know, you went back to your tent after the game, but there was, like, 15 of us that hung out where, like, the Islanders players come out, and, like, everyone was just, like, super... Like, even though we just got swept was just super duper just like kind of borderline excited like for the fact that we had just such a great season and like the islanders team bus was leaving and like everyone like not even planned just started doing the yes 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 chant like as the bus drove away for the like for the last time yeah, like if that I, like the, if that doesn't like almost make you tear up, uh, like if you're one of those players on the bus, like you just lost the playoff series and yet all the Islander fans are just still like jacked up and like super supportive. I don't know what else would.
0: Right. I mean, that's kind of like why we do it. Um, you know, I, I think that you've built something beautiful and I'm just so lucky to be a part of it and get to have input on it and um kind of let my creative juices flow in like so many different outlets whether it be um you know pontificating on starting a podcast or um you know how can we get more people to go to tailgates or meetups or where is a good place to um you know start a new place or is this a good logo idea or you know what do you think about this merch like just having somebody like you to bounce everything off of and, and do all this fun stuff that, um, that we've watched other people do and think to ourselves, like be inspired enough to get to do it as well and, and do it well <laughs> together, you know, um, is just amazing. And it's like such a good feeling and a vibe. And it was such a good feeling. And, 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 in summation of the entire season was, you know, that game, like you said, like everybody leaving and not feeling completely stabbed in the heart. And, you know, you drive eight hours from long Island to, um, Raleigh (laughs) when you're down three Oh, um, you, you gotta be stupid if you're not prepared to, you know, for that loss, but more so, I knew it was kind of like even if we did lose my my feeling was like I started it here I'm gonna end it here like it's just too poetic it Um, really
1: was poetic like
0: yeah
1: that you could you couldn't map it out like that ever again
0: right and for those of you who are unaware most of the stuff that we do um never works out and we kind of have to just keep adapting and overcoming until the minute that it's over and then we can all breathe and look at each other and be like, all right, never doing that again until we ha- figure it out. But I mean, like me and you, you and I, like, we were like, yeah, like this is going to be awesome. This Raleigh game is going to be sick. Like never in a million years did we think in August when we decided that we were going to team up, like, did we think the opening game was gonna be in sh- in in raleigh <laughs> you know what i mean like that never went through our minds so like from the get-go it was kind of like white knuckling and i think that you and i have like done so much together and had so much fun like figuring things out um and, and i feel we... like the only
1: way to top this is like
0: to do vegas
1: like, it's got to be a Vegas trip.
0: We're never going to top ourselves. I mean, we're going to try. You know what I mean? I think the best part about it is is that you and I have such a proclivity f- to try and make sure that everybody in the room is enjoying themselves. um, Ourselves included. Uh, So, you know, it's just n- you're never going to get like less than 110 percent of the two of us. I think that's what makes it you know, real and natural about what we do and like what we try to do. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just happy to have gotten the opportunity to serve people (laughs) and, you know, in the best way I know how, and that's being creative and making people laugh. And, uh, I'm not going to send out one of those, thank you everybody for the season because I'm just not like mentally prepared to make it look like anything is over because it's just kind of just begun.
1: Yeah, I kind of just gave like a a one line like, wow, that was a wild ride kind of tweet. But I'm not I'm not doing a whole write up because I would miss things like even just some games watching the Islanders at my bar were really special to me. Like, when a whole group of, like, new people showed up and those people have been coming back basically to everything we've done since then. Like, that's special to me. And, you know, I, I, I wouldn't want to overlook something, you know, that some people would think was, like, you know, not an important event. And to me, it was. And, like, everything. You know, Frank giving that speech that le- at, at the tailgate, man, that was really special to me. Rousing frankie tickles love that read,
0: man did you read uh did you read the card
1: yeah dude and first of all i i officially have my tattoo band lifted and me and justin justin who runs the raleigh group are getting some isles meetups bro tats
0: i hate you <laughs> you know i hate you because that logo when he showed it to me i'm like oh man I hate when my logo gets made better by somebody else, but that my logo got made better by somebody else, and then you love it, and now you're gonna get that one tattooed on you. I'm like, yeah, you have to, absolutely. But also in the back of my mind, I'm like, that's not. So just
1: change like one little detail to make it yours, and then it'd be
0: yours. That makes me sad, dude. No, absolutely. I'm not. I don't know how we didn't
1: even think to put like the anchor in it ever. Like I love anchors I'm not so gonna much.
0: I'm not gonna shit on anybody's work. He did a really good job, but I also kind of know where some of that stuff came from. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be the, I'm not gonna be the 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 other designer. Okay. I know when I'm not wanted.
1: But you should be happy that I can get another tattoo now. You're yeah, a tattoo I mean, you know, an enthusiast.
0: I know that <laughs> I know that we talked about uh, Oh, first of all, hold on.
1: Yeah, I had no fucking clue that Justin Dolan had that many tattoos. He, he is Mister Tattoo Man. Like he can go in the circus.
0: How much did he pay you to mention his name twice in one podcast? No,
1: not not at all. Like that was just something that because <laughs> I've
0: seen him before, but yeah. never in oh. shorts. Yeah,
1: and I was it, just like, "Damn, guys got, would... got fucking lots of tattoos."
0: Honestly, he he's that he's he's fucking he's ink his old body he don't give a motherfuck which is awesome um but uh yeah i know i spoke about you know we spoke about the show i was at the other day but i go through the same shit every single time where like i go to a show and i just develop for like a month and a half this like fuck you attitude where i'm like yeah i'm i'm older but i'm still like in the scene like i'm still cool like i can still do this stuff like tattoos are like i want to get sleeved out you know what i mean um but I do have some plans for a couple of things. And also cutting the sleeves off for my tailgate attire, taking all those pictures, kind of reinvigorated my will to finish off what I got going on. So I'm and definitely
1: start doing more tank tops. You're you you have the body for a tank top.
0: I hate you. <laughs> that was the ugliest statement you've ever made. I don't think I've ever attacked you. Verbally, in my entire life. And you're what? just going to come that, out here on my own podcast and throw a fucking haymaker like that? That
1: was a compliment. You disgust me, you liar. Dude, I'm a tank supporter, so I try to get others to support them too.
0: I'm going to be a thousand percent honest with you. If my back didn't have such a, a nice, thick mane going on with it, I'd, I'd be shirtless most of the time. I, 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 that's, that, that's real I would not wear a shirt it's
1: just so funny because you run, you run a company where all you do is sell
0: shirts <laughs> you want to know a secret what's don't, that don't tell anybody when it gets real hot like dog days of August I print without a shirt on everyone leaves because it's so fucking hot with the dryer oh yeah like 400 degrees and it's blowing on me, and then it's warm out. So, if you buy, if uh, don't tell anybody at all, don't let anybody know that if you but buy, if you a, buy shirt,
1: a shirt in August, if you buy you a shirt
0: something. during the during the dog days of summer from Yes Men Outfitters, you can close your eyes and know that this beautiful, beautiful man bulldog was printing it shirtless.
1: You got Devin's nipple
0: sweat on your shirt. I mean, and I don't even charge you for it either. It's just the wild part. Kind of like, you know like uh like Van Gogh used to spit in his paint. So that way when uh when they like checked it, they had his DNA in it.
1: I did not know that, but that's sweet.
0: Same thing, nipple sweat on the t-shirt. So that way if someone's like, "Hey, that's a bootleg." Yes, man outfit or shirt. They're like, no, nah, man. Check the nipple sweat DNA particles. <laughs> Printed it himself.
1: Oh, silly man. Yeah.
0: All right, let's not waste all the good, uh, all the good content. We got real mushy here, and this yeah, has been, dude. This has been a long one. So,
1: but all you listeners should get excited because a few months of Devin with some free time is going to equal some cool stuff for all you guys.
0: Yeah, we got, we got some, we got some some stretchy fingers here. We got yeah, a lot of room to grow. We got cool. a lot of good stuff oh. to do, and and it's going to involve uh, Yasmin Outfitters. It's going to involve uh, Isles Meetup Crew. It's going to more importantly, most importantly, involve Bar downs. So keep it keep it in tune, man. We got a lot going on. Amen. Amen. All right, man. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Peace be with you. And also with you.